சம் பீப்பிள் தான் சம் பீப்பிள் ஆர்ஸ் தேஸ் தாம்ஸ் பட் ஓல் ஸ்டில் ஒன் இன் த பாடி ஆஃப் கிரைஸ்ட் தட் இஸ் டைவர்சிட்டி ஓல் டிஃப்ரெண்ட் and the fact that we are is completely natural and something that deserves to be celebrated as we all use our unique gifts to work as one praising the lord but when it comes to the disabled community for some reason people think differently to issue that it's okay as soon as you deviate from the usual two arms and two legs that most people have or if you have a mind or body that works differently than most non-disabled people then you are viewed as broken and in need of fixing you are like everyone else and that means you are unnatural rather than different in a way that deserves to be celebrated like other forms of diversity but god showed me that none of that was true there is absolutely nothing wrong with me i'm just different the body that i have is completely natural god created me to be this way and god does not make mistakes so i am not a mistake there is a quote i like that goes disability is a natural and fundamental part of human diversity we are valuable in the same way that all diversity is valuable we open up fresh unexplored paths of thought creativity and experience I know disabled people with no arms who can fly airplanes with their feet and ones with amputations who can slide down the stairs on one leg much faster than a non-disabled person could run down them with two. And the famous scientist Temple Grandin who was autistic said it was her unique brain which helped her to advance livestock science to be more humane. My disability has taught me that there usually is a way that I can find to do something that seems impossible if I think about it from a different angle, whether it's a business-related issue or a physical one. And this kind of thinking leads to innovation and creativity, which is evident in all of the amazing disabled scientists and artists who've existed throughout time. And much like them, my disability has also led me to be able to do things that non-disabled people can't. my sister i have three sisters and one of them used to go to tide here in the sri church and one day they watched a teen christian film called johnny about a woman who was paralyzed from the neck down and learned to draw with a pencil in her mouth and my sister saw that film and she said oh simone why don't you try that and i was still very sad and upset after i'd lost the function in my hand and i'd been crying for months saying why god why but i said okay i'll just give it a try So I took a piece of paper and a pen and I went into my room and I closed the door and I refused to come back out until I taught myself to draw with a pen in my mouth. Now I had absolutely no idea how to, so it took many failed attempts and lots of different techniques, but eventually I figured it out. And now I can draw with a pen in my mouth. And I also figured out the skill was useful for typing too. So I have a short little video to show you of me. typing and writing with a pen in my mouth. Yes. <laughs> you can see and that is the same skill that I used to be able to write all the homework assignments and essays which helped me to graduate from school and which helped me to create art like this. 
that was actually one of the first drawings that I drew with a pencil in my mouth. And also digital art like this, which I create much in the same way, also a drawing with a pen in my mouth, just instead with a digital pen and a digital pad, which you can see me doing there, so I can get it on the screen. And art like this, I really like creating art, one of my favorite things to do. And like this as well, which is of my, <laughs> my mother and father, Joan and Clive on Coronation Street. <laughs> so as you can see, God helped to show me that my disability didn't have to hold me back from doing anything that I wanted to do. He helped me to think of different creative ways to brush my teeth in the morning and put my clothes on and move around my school or my home and now I'm very independent. My body does pretty much everything that I needed to do. It just does things differently. I no longer saw my disability as a broken part of me that needed healing. Instead, I saw it as an essential part of God's kingdom, a part of diversity, which is what helps to make this world so varied and beautiful. I was a part of what helped to make this world so varied and beautiful. So now I'd received this groundbreaking realization from God, but for me, it wasn't enough. I wanted more from God. Yes, my body wasn't necessarily an obstacle in my life anymore after I thought of different creative ways to do things, but people still were. I was still being treated really horribly by lots of people just for being the way that I was. I was constantly having to face against ableism, which is the term for discrimination against people with disabilities. So I still pray to the Lord, dear Lord God, please heal me. I want to be like everyone else. No one else understands how my life is actually pretty normal and my disability doesn't hold me back or make me sad. Dear Lord God, when I walk across the street, people always stare. Sometimes they even point at me or whisper to each other about me. They treat me like an animal in a zoo. Dear Lord God, I used to have so many more friends before I had to start using a wheelchair. But then afterwards, some of them stopped talking to me. Most kids at school don't know how to approach someone like me, so they just ignore me instead. So being at school right now, Lord, is so tough because I spend most of the time alone. Sometimes people even say mean things about me or assume that I can't speak for myself. So they speak to the other people around me, about me, right in front of me. I'm treated as either an object of pity, ah, poor you, or as a 2D object of inspiration created to lift the hearts of non-disabled people. Oh, you're so inspiring. If you can do it, so can I, rather than, you know, as an actual human being. But worst of all, sometimes little children even run away from me screaming when I'm in my electric wheelchair because it scares them. Ableism is everywhere in my life and it makes me feel like I don't belong. Dear God, before I even get a chance to open my mouth and speak, I'm just that girl in the wheelchair and that's all that people see me as. And I used to pray a prayer all the time. The way that I was treated in society was worse than the physical difficulties I had to face because of my disability. Physical difficulties, which I was perfectly fine being able to handle. 
So I still prayed, why, God, why, but for a different reason. And so I went to the place where we should all go when we have difficult questions for God that we can't seem to find answers to, and that is to the Bible. And I found one of my favorite Bible verses, which is 2 Corinthians 12, and it's Paul talking about when he has a thorn in his flesh. I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties, for when I am weak, then I am strong. This verse really spoke to me because I had experienced insults, hardships, and persecutions. I also had a thorn in my flesh, but the thorn in my flesh had been ableism. And I'd also prayed like Paul for God to take it away. And now finally, this was my answer. No, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. This helped me to realize that everything that I've been going through was helping me to see God's grace. During my dark times, he was being the strength in, the ba in my battles. He was pulling me through and he was revealing his power to me even more than before. I mentioned before that I'd always been a Christian, but it wasn't until I was around 18 that I truly felt like I was a Christian because I chose to be, not because I'd been raised that way. And that moment was after all the dark times that I'd been through, because seeing God help me to overcome them showed me that he could pull me through anything. And after all of the dark times that I'd been through, I came out on the other end so much stronger than before. And I think that's what Paul meant when he said, for when I am weak, then I am strong. And that was it. The final realization and the final step in my true healing, not physical healing, but instead spiritual healing, and yet still healing nonetheless. I'd finally reached my end goal, but that wasn't to be able to walk again. That was to be able to fully accept my disability and love myself just the way that I was my weaknesses, my flaws. God told me to love them just as much as my strengths. And now I honestly don't wanna change. I'm happy just the way that I am. Even if one day someone created a cure for my disability, I'd still say no, I don't want it. I'm proud to be the way that I am and I love myself. Different does not mean bad. And I realize that now no matter what lies society preaches about disability. Now, I do public speaking by giving talks to classes of children about these kind of things, but I also find it incredibly important to talk about these things with Christians too, because we are representing God's kingdom on earth. And unfortunately, to a lot of disabled people, they tend not to be treated that nicely by Christians. There's a disabled Christian author I really like who wrote a book called, My Body Is Not A Prayer Request. And unfortunately, this is the way that we are viewed and treated by a lot of Christians. 
I mean, I have been stopped on the street and prayed to be healed by random strangers countless times before. And almost all of the people that I know with disabilities, with, with visible disabilities, have experienced the same. There's been articles written about it and that kind of thing. It's a very, very common experience of people with disabilities. And I have to be honest with you, I really don't like people praying for my disability to be healed. Praying for me to be healed projects the idea that I'm broken and need fixing just because I'm different. It can be hurtful, no matter the good intentions behind it. Disabled people are the biggest minority in the world. Around one billion people are like us. And we have such a rich culture, heritage and history like the history of the disabled rights movement, where people like me had to fight hard for our rights. I am extremely proud to be a member of the disabled community and I don't wanna change, but people who pray for me just see a mistake, a problem that needs to be addressed by a prayer so that it can be solved. When in all actuality, right now, what needs to be healed is society's negative perceptions of us, not our bodies. So if you have someone who you know is going through a tough time and you want to pray for them, go for it. But don't instantly assume that I am just because I have a disability. Because actually, my life is going pretty good right now. Okay, so now story time. <laughs> Unfortunately, one day I was just rolling down the street in my wheelchair when I was stopped by a random man on a bike who parked in front of the path and asked if he could pray for me to be healed. At first I tried to refuse him and say, I don't really feel like I need healing because God has already healed me by showing me that there's nothing wrong with me. However, he completely ignored me and proceeded to pray for me anyway. And since his bicycle was blocking my path, I couldn't just roll past and escape past him. <laughs> the prayer was in Dutch but it included phrases like, oh, please let this girl's muscles and bones knit together in the correct way so that she could be made right again. He referred to my body as if it was bent and broken and desperately in need of fixing. It felt shocking to hear someone talk about me in that way. It was a combination of all of the most offensive things someone could say about my body wrapped up and presented to me as a prayer he expected me to feel grateful for. I just sat there, shocked, as he prayed a prayer full of his projected offensive perceptions of me. And then when he was done, he got back on his bike with a very pleased expression on his face. And I could just tell that what happened between us was going to make him feel very good about himself for the rest of the day. But on my end, after he left, I went back to my family and I burst out crying. It did not make me feel good. So that's why I think there also needs to be a change towards the attitudes of healing disabilities like mine in the church as well. Because like I said, we are representing God's kingdom on earth. Everyone deserves to feel welcome, accepted, and loved for being just the way that they are here. So, can God heal those with disabilities? Of course he can. In John 9 verse 6, 
we read the story of the blind man who was healed. In Mark 2, verse 1, we read the story of the healing of the paralyzed man. In fact, in James 5, verse 15, James states, Is any one of you sick? He should call the elders of the church to pray over him and anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. Sometimes people do need physical healing. Sometimes someone in a wheelchair, just like Simone, need to be able to walk again and can be healed. God can do that. But sometimes healing is spiritual, just like Simone's. So in conclusion, I was asking God to be able to walk again. I was seeking healing and I kept on knocking for months and for years. However, God knew what was best for me. He gave me what I needed and helped me to find what I truly needed to find, which was an acceptance of my disability and a wholehearted, unashamed love for myself, just the way that I was. He's shown me that I have gifts and talents which I could use to his glory. And now I do activism work by giving, by writing and doing public speaking to help fight against ableism and stand up for the rights of the disabled community. Brothers and sisters, let us keep asking, seeking and knocking in faith. God will answer, but it may not be in the way that we are expecting. Amen.